0: And, uh, this happens on basically every podcast at least once, so that's, oh, how, yeah, we know totally. we, that's how we know we've made it, Sean.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly.
0: We did right, it. I we totally, finally ma- totally. lost an episode somehow. Yeah. there, and welcome to a shorter episode of Welcome to My Dungeon this week. I'm Gabe. I'm Sean. Welcome. And it's just us this week because we had some technical issues with our recording. We made a wonderful episode and a great module, but we kind of lost one of the audio recordings for one of the people on it, Uh, so we'll definitely have them on again at some other point in the future. Yes. Uh, they were a great guest, uh, and we made a really good module with them. So, uh, it, for you guys, it'll be like the first time you you meet them next time. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so uh, we had our guest uh, roll for.
0: Uh, actually, I think we have a short. Uh, we went over this in the other recording, but we have a short GM tips section for Oops, you guys.
1: I forgot that. <laughs>
0: about uh appropriate ways and times to railroad Mm -hmm. uh
1: speaking of railroading yeah
0: yeah (laughs) uh yeah railroading's kind of this uh bad word in the tabletop uh community Mm -hmm. uh where people take it the wrong way when somebody says you know oh i'm being railroaded and stuff like that and uh there are definitely lots of times when yes, people misuse railroading, but there are times when you should. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I gave the example,
0: yeah, appropriately, and uh, and when to sort of protect the player from themselves. Mm-hmm.
1: That was a great way you put it. Um, protecting the players from themselves. What does that mean? Like uh, to elaborate, like when players are kind of just. Uh, they're 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 doing the they're doing their part in playing the campaign and uh, interacting with NPCs and the scenery and the setting as much as possible, but um, it's kind of uh, let, let's in the words of Tifa Lockhart, dilly dally shilly shally. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting anywhere. Um,
0: yeah. They're spinning their wheels in place because right. they want to take it real slow, and it's not interesting or fun when you take it that slow.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it's it's a big case of in the interest of time, you want to um, be able to just just nudge them comfortably, uh, corral them, if you will, to uh, to quote unquote the railroad.
0: So the way I put it, it's that you don't want to tell them how to do it. Mm-hmm. You just kind of want to push them into when they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say you got your party is uh, searching a, um, a a mine or something like mm-hmm. that, or, or or an abandoned old uh, keep or something, and they're taking their time. They're going basically room to room, checking everything, going real slow. That's not that fun, mm-hmm. and it's safe, but nothing interesting is gonna happen when, when you when you do things like that. So you introduce something that ha- forces them to speed up a little bit. Maybe there's tremors happening uh, underground, and we have to hurry up. Maybe if they're mine, there's like a gas leak or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Omar said, uh, it, "Worst comes to worst, just make an explosion happen." <laughs> and <laughs> And that'll hurry somebody up.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, You gave to remind you is you also uh, included like environmental things, um, right? uh, Noxious gas, or um, if you want to go something lighter, uh, just the environment. Like it's get it's getting hot in there, so you need to get on out.
0: Right, if it's too hot or too cold, Mm -hmm. uh, that's definitely a good way to do it, and. If your players have ways to go around that, they just think of other things that match that right. sort of theme that could be. We're all
1: tieflings along. and we, are, we have heat resistance yeah, or whatever bullshit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, well, it's hot uh, and things are melting. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, just use things uh, to, to speed things along. And um, don't forget, you as the GM, uh, you control something really important um, being God essentially, and that's time. Um, uh, I like to just mention to my players, um, time is always ticking, you know? Uh, I, I, I slip my rice like I'm tapping a clock, you know? Um, things are always moving, things are always in gears, uh, but time is always ticking. And so, yeah. um, that, that gives them a little sense of, okay, we need to kind of move a little quicker here or something like that, um, not to say you're actually going to even do anything with that. With that, it's just like a little mild uh, reminder, a soft reminder about uh, things are still going on in the universe, in the world.
0: Yep. Um, another thing, actually, I was just I I I uh, brought this up before, uh, and I just remembered it. So let's say your players are not in a dungeon. Mm. Let's say they're going from one place to another and they're taking their time doing so or something like that. Or they're spending like three days in a city mm. uh, just sort of loafing around when they should be, you know, going uh, towards the next objective they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe send a band of assassins after them. Maybe mm. maybe uh, pose some sort of threat that's happening in the city that is and but make sure it's not like another mystery to solve right just have it be something happens right uh either the town is raided by a bunch of bandits or something like that basically to show them that you know it's not safe to just stay here that's a great uh, way. so that's that's, that's another way. good idea outside of like a dungeon context as well. right right but yeah sometimes you just need to give your players a little push. Mm-hmm. Not even in the right direction, just to get them to start moving.
1: Mm, yeah, and that's a very, uh, a very important distinction too. Uh,
0: let's uh, try to not make railroading a dirty word anymore, because when it's done right, uh, it helps keep things snappy and keep things up to pace and make sure everything stays interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it can be a useful tool in your in your in your toolbox. Yep. So that's Absolutely. that's the tip. You got the tip.
1: You got the tip. The GM tip. All right. Jump into the module.
0: Right. This is a... I know. I think we say this basically every time, but this is a good module. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, we rolled. Uh, uh, our plot hook was yes. music box. Mm-hmm. So a demon trapped long ago is nearly free. He's able to rain fireballs on the local area at random intervals. The heroes investigate the nearby forest for clues and find that the trapping mechanism and enchanted music box had fallen off the stand it was on and the lid had closed. Mm-hmm. And that was by Mr. Hoopers on Reddit.
1: Thank you, Mr. Hoopers. We took this hook and uh, tweaked it a little bit, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. Before that, um, our theme is a uh, mystery Uh here, the characters are presented with a mystery, often a murder, and have to find out what, who, find out who did what to whom. Um, but this will also get a little tweaked a little bit. Don't worry, don't worry. It's special. It's all part of the recipe. Um, and so we had some tools to uh, throw into the recipe. Uh, our guest uh, Omar, his uh, was um, a mechanic to uh, involve uh, entertaining entertainment. Uh, basically uh, thinking of like he, he thought of it as like being in a Coliseum or I should say a gladiator Coliseum or an yeah. arena um, where you can picture like a crowd um, and we tweak this to uh, have um, look, like specific uh, things being viewed but, uh, in order to entertain certain individuals. Um, but essentially it's just uh, at the end of your turn or whatever you roll performance. And that can um, enhance your turn in various flavors. Um,
0: yeah, while you're doing some action, and this mm-hmm. doesn't just have to be for, especially in the case of this module specifically, it doesn't just have to be for combat. It can right. be as you're doing something, try to do it flamboyant, like with flair. flair.
1: With flair, yes. With uh, and you,
0: you, may, you may be able to get an extra uh, bit of help. Uh, mm-hmm. because you roll well on your performance, even though you maybe not do so well on, uh, the other part. Or if you do well on the first part, uh, it gives you an even better boost and you, and you do yes. even better.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a really cool idea. Um. It's a
0: very neat idea. I,
1: as Gabe put it, it's, it's basically like wrestling, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's, that's cool.
0: You gotta sell it. You gotta sell it. You can't sell no it. Sell. sell it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I should have actually uh, introduce my tool first to actually give more context, because um, I'm tiptoeing around um, the actual meteor. here. But uh, so my thing, uh, we, it matched with the hook, and mine is the demon apocalypse. Uh, essentially, for this setting, um, demons roam roam the roam the world, roam the realm, whatever you would like to say. Um, there's demons everywhere, and they're uh, they're messing shit up. Um, as demons would um and so this uh really cranks up the stakes of just survival uh within your within the camp <clears throat> within the campaign um players will constantly have to look out for demons um i mean this this what we got here could easily be expanded sp- expanded because uh you can just do so many easy side quests with yes. oh no uh demons stole my goat oh please go go get my goat
0: or uh, demons transform my goat into baphomet yeah exa-
1: exactly or demons doing whatever uh go help the peoples um or if your your party is a little uh on the on the darker side uh let they can just uh loot places like it's, it's like it's a goddamn hurricane in florida yeah so <laughs> but yeah um you can do a lot of fun stuff with this setting yeah. and uh plan on doing other apocalypse events for my tools in the future. But, um, but yes, the demon apocalypse and it ties in with the hook that a demon got released from a music box. We, uh, we spice that up
0: a little bit, a little bit to, uh, yeah, we, we, we change things up a little bit, keeping the sort of heart of the tale, but right. uh, making it our own, especially to work with our tools. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's tool. say, let's, let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So the players the hook is the players um are drawn to this uh place in the forest that there have been like uh, uh even in this sort of demon-infested world there's mm-hmm. been like fireballs and and all sorts of like magical attacks emanating from this place mm-hmm. the sort of like cabin in the in the in the forest
1: cabin in the, the woods you could the say cabin
0: in the woods <laughs> <laughs> and so the players go and investigate and inside they find, uh, a dead body of someone clutching, uh,
1: A suitcase.
0: A suitcase. But...
1: But, yes, you don't describe it as a suitcase. Because suitcases don't exist in standard, uh, D&D, Forgotten Realms... Exactly. Uh, stuff. Or any fantasy setting.
0: Yeah, you basically describe it as a suitcase without using the word suitcase.
1: Right. Use words like, um, it's like a treasure chest but really thin and, uh...
0: It's and a rectangular leather. It's got clasps leather, and dials and Soft locks. black
1: leather. It's got strange dials on the front with numbers on it. Yeah, things like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you make it sound pretty alien. hmm Because it is. that, And that, that is. thing is. is what was... Um, I guess in this in our case, it's keeping safe. Mm -hmm. Uh, A being called the Administrator, which Mm -hmm. ties into my uh, tool this week, Mm -hmm. which i had been watching Gravity Falls lately, or thinking about Gravity Falls. Uh, And I love uh, Bill Cipher as this sort of lawful, evil, uh, make-a-deal-with-the-devil sort of figure Mm -hmm. in the show that's, like, really frightening, Mm
1: -hmm. hard to
0: comprehend, uh, but, like... His whole thing is dealing with mortals and uh, trying to get get d- good deals out of them, come out on top.
1: Yeah, um, and um, so with everything like kind of mixed in, we uh, we created the administrator.
0: So uh, the main idea is that this cabin, uh, for some reason or another is filled with a bunch of uh, uh, artifact. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what, what was it called? Devil artifacts?
1: Devil artifacts. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, so, uh, and, and our guest, uh, Omar, described it as, um, I think he called it safe house artifact.
0: Yes. That's what yeah. he called. Devil's, devil's safe house artifacts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, stuff like a grimoire, a puzzle boss, mm-hmm. uh, a mask, a monkey's paw, a crystal ball, all that sort of, like, sort of, like, it could be mundane stuff, mm. but it's very magical, and that's where these devils have not been sealed. So, the, the, uh, the basic story is these devils put themselves into these sort of um, uh, safe houses, safe house items. Right. Uh, to protect themselves because of because of all the demons, uh, roaming the lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, they thought uh they would have a they had a better chance to wait it out, uh, than to sort of make war with the with the demons.
1: Yeah. Um, and a fine strategy when you're ageless and practically immortal. So exactly. And uh, and so that's where the um the administrator comes in because he kind of recognizes um. Being the big brain uh, CEO head honcho he is, he kind of recognizes it'd be more advantageous and uh, easier and simpler to um to band together as demons and, uh, and kick I mean as devils, excuse me, and well, kick some demon ass. Yep. Um,
0: and uh, he thought one of the best ways to show that would be to show that you know mortals would be able to help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mortals want balance as much as the devils do. They the yes. devils don't want any one thing uh, ruling the world, or else they have no one to tempt. Yes. Basically,
1: uh, to get uh, into the differentiation a little bit, in case uh, some of you aren't familiar with uh, with with the lore, um, like devils are the uh, the ones in the in hell that are are lawful evil. Um, they're they're all about contracts and manipulation. Um, they want the souls and what have you. Um, because that in turn makes them more, more powerful. Um, they're usually the ones behind, uh, the warlock patron and stuff and what, and what have you, um, demons on the other hand are chaotic evil. They're in the abyss. Um, and, uh, they were at war with the devils for a very, very long time. Uh, when the abyss was like right next to hell before Mm -hmm. it got like flung to the, well, literally of the abyss, but anyway, um, yeah, the abyss became the abyss. Anyway, uh. So de- demons are really powerful and just really—they're monsters. Um, yeah, they wreak havoc literally. They
0: just want to destroy, basically.
1: Yeah, um, and so no one likes them. No one with any, yeah. So devils have no interest in in liking demons. Um, they they want to get rid of demons as much as any any sentient uh, person would.
0: So, yep. Or so, sane person, I should say. So the administrator. This um, and. We came up with a cool way to describe him. Uh, he's very alien to the world. He's pure born in, in the hells, pure born in mm-hmm. in this other realm. And he is so alien that his form in this world is nothing but basically a hole in reality that looks like a person.
1: It's just a silhouette.
0: He's, he's uh, just a black silhouette of, of this humanoid figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like it doesn't cast shadows. Light doesn't go through it. Or it doesn't even like uh, reflect or absorb light. It's literally just this hole in reality—a a true void. void. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Really cool way to uh, to have to visually represent him, um, and uh, and his personality. Uh, <laughs> we were thinking of um, oh, jeez, I couldn't remember the name, but um, basically a, a CEO. Um, a CEO... Yeah, uh,
0: we, we said um, Leonardo DiCaprio from The Wolf of Wall Street, except, like, actually under control. Boss.
1: Yeah, like, his boss in that show, who, who, who I can't remember for the life of me. Me neither. Um, But, but like, like, the, like boss, the boss was able to, like, do coke for, like, basically, like, a cup of coffee for him. It was just to, like, oh, yeah, let me... uh Give, give me that pick-me-up with the cocaine.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, so, like, he was under control always and that's one of the biggest things with this guy he's cold calculating manipulative Mm -hmm. but he has and he has everything under control he's very professional Mm
1: -hmm. very
0: business like he always talks in sort of business terms
1: Mm -hmm. uh, big vocabulary
0: exactly big uh big vocabulary uh and he always wants to make deals everything he does is is with deals
1: um signed contract um uh, not just by word. Um, he'll he'll have a a nice pen and uh, paper to uh, come out and uh, you sign it. Uh, oh, don't worry about reading the fine print, that kind of thing. Um, and he'll definitely like shake your hand at the end and all that. Um, he like acts very professional, uh, as we mentioned
0: he never takes anything personally. Mm-hmm. If you slight him or if he slights you, it's just business,
1: just business. <laughs> and,
0: and, and I, I thought this was a good, a good thing. I forgot who added this, but he never kills anyone. Right. People always have a use to him and oh, yeah, killing them would just be a wasting that.
1: Yeah. 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 And which makes perfect sense. Um, I mean, devils in general, um, while they do want the human souls and so forth, uh, I mean, in order to get that, uh, he sees it more of, well, I can milk you out, milk you dry. Um, you're, you're alive. You can do a whole lot more before just getting your soul, just cashing in your soul. Uh,
0: so that's the administrator and he's the one who's in that suitcase, Mm -hmm. um, that the dead body is holding. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, he basically strikes up a deal with the party that mm-hmm. if they're able to sort of basically impress. convince or yeah. impress the other, the other arch arch devils, arch devils. Yes. Um, then he will give them and an, well, basically they'll all work together to stop the demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I added this point. Uh, this is the most, fair deal he's ever given basically in his entire existence Mm -hmm. in any, in any other situation, uh, he would be trying to get one up on you guys, trying to make sure he comes out on top in some way. This is as fair of a deal as you're ever going to get from this guy. Uh, and, uh, as you're playing the administrator, you want to make sure that's, uh, uh, shown. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, um, and it's really cool. <laughs> um, and so, uh, besides the administrator, there will be the other archdevils, which um, you can make up. Uh, have a lot of fun. Like really, like devils are a lot of fun to do. Yes. They can be uh, the tricksters type, like really silly or really crazy, or um, really serious. Uh, you can go anywhere on the spectrum with a, with an archdevil. Um, and so, like we mentioned, this is a cabin in the woods, a uh, bunch of devil artifacts.
0: We came up with that. So all of those other artifacts have like secret rooms with challenges. And so as as the party is completing these challenges, um, they're performing basically in front of the, uh, the archdevil and his army and trying to make a good impression. Yes. Uh, so and uh, we came up with a bunch of encounter ideas. And our thought was... Have the first half of the challenge be more like cerebral. Have them be actual mm-hmm. like mysteries, mazes, things like that. Um, and then the second half, once they have of um, that, that th- that once they've proven that they can be smart, yes. you can have things like combat encounters and things like Just that. Test
1: the brawn, exactly. And you basically you are going through each encounter. It's going to be like cater to each archdevil. Um, it fits their personality. So, like, if you're going through the maze one, um, uh, maybe you can even like throw up, make make, make that match the the puzzle box, right? Uh, that Archdevil is all about. I want someone. I, you need to prove to me that you're you're you have good spatial knowledge, spatial memory, and and stuff. You know. Yeah. Uh, he wants. He, he's focused on that, um, and so like each Archdevil has their own thing.
0: Yeah, we, we came up with a list of encounter ideas: a maze, investigating a murder scene, some sort of puzzle room where they mm-hmm. actually have to solve like a puzzle, mm-hmm. uh, sort of like an escape room even, mm-hmm. uh, something like that, but a lot simpler because you're just doing this for a one shot. Yeah, and then the idea I had for the <clears throat> combat encounter is that at uh, near that point, uh, maybe just- one of the devils to sort of at the same time as they're testing the toughness of the party Mm -hmm. maybe test their ability to sort of gauge um, uh, how good they they, they, they can gauge the threat of Ah. a certain encounter and so he would give them or this devil would give them a choice between Mm -hmm. let's say one big demon and a lot of small demons or four of these different demons and two of these other demons and two of these other demons. And the party would have to say, okay, we're choosing this one and they have to battle that one. And basically the toughness of the battle is set and they have to look at it and say, which one do we think we can do?
1: And um, ultimately, like uh, you can play this whatever, however you like. Considering the Archdevil, like uh, let's say uh, the party ends up losing for whatever reason, right? The Archdevil can you can play it off as like, "I right, well, that was expected. I just needed to test how strong you are in comparison to that challenge." Yep. You know. Yep. Um, and as Gabe was saying, it's also to like okay. Let me see how smart you are. You're, you're not so much battle progress, but your uh, your military tactics, if you will, yeah. um, in approaching it and uh, uh, the battle the battle you choose and so forth.
0: Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. He one of them might put them in a no win situation, mm-hmm. and and the party could either say, "Well, this one is the one that will end us end us up with the least amount of losses." Mm. Or they could even call it out and be like, "This we can't do this." Right. Uh, Right. And maybe, yeah, it's like a like a what's what's it called in Star Trek, Kobayashi Maru.
1: I don't know. I don't watch Star Trek, but uh, (laughs) sure, it's it's, yeah, it's like a no-win
0: situation. Okay, Um, you could do something like that. Uh, It all depends on what you want to do.
1: Yep. And um, and the last one was uh, a game of chance. Um, This like archdevil wants to like test their luck.
0: I almost think that you should just save that one for last. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, good, it's it's a good cool it's a good sort of like it it feels like it all comes down to fate basically, mm-hmm. uh, and that's uh I mean if that's not a uh, good storytelling I don't know what is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, and so like uh so on so ultimately like if you uh you th- the the players obviously can choose what path they take. Um, and so let's say they go along this path of, uh, all these arch devils. in the end, um, uh, they will, uh, team up with them and, uh, and get to defeat, like, get to fight through a whole bunch of demons. Like the players, you let the players go through like the, some minor demons, you know, the minions, whereas mm-hmm. you get to see the archdevils, like take on some really cool looking demons, um, uh, one of them that I threw in just for funsies is uh, like, uh, and as a big name drop is Demogorgon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he's been really popularized lately because, you know, Stranger Things, um, but uh, canically he is like one of the strongest demon lords.
0: Yes. Um, and he's since very first chaotic. edition.
1: Yeah. Since first edition. So um, he is a big deal. Um, and so he'd be cool to just have. Um, in fact, you can even begin with uh, the players kind of, Like you see Demogorgon in the distance and it's like, oh, shit, uh, we kind of have to go into this cabin now, you know. And I also uh, mentioned, well, obviously, that's if they go with the devils. Um, Some more things to deal with the devils are some conflicts, which can include uh, uh, some moral dilemmas. Um, That can involve a lot of things. Uh, with the arch devil testing the arch Devils and testing your players as well yeah it
0: could just be their own moral dilemmas like are mm-hmm. we really having to sort of team up with these devils are we really gonna trust issues. Is that worth it mm-hmm. trust issues uh Sean you came up with this idea I think that maybe there's a devil in there that isn't actually evil that's mm-hmm. being hunted just for being a devil
1: right so uh and you if you want to you can even throw in again like this module can be expanded into way more than a one-shot um but uh if you want to throw in a paladin who it just barges into the cabin and it's like oh, i smell demons here and i'm gonna slay them all <laughs> um you can do something like that um some other conflicts can include um coming from the arch devils themselves like temptations of power lust uh all sorts of other stuff that well devils are all known to do um and it also includes uh making a sacrifice and, uh, having a price to pay.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe one of the devils says, okay, if you do this, you have to give me this. Yes. And whatever it is, it would be hard for your players to say yeah. yes to.
1: Yeah. Like, um, he's saying, well, you're valuable, so, uh, 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 I won't take your soul, but give me the soul of your dad. You know? Something like that. It's like, what? Yeah. My dad? Maybe your player's like, yeah, hey, fuck my dad. You know? Go, go for it. Um. And now your, your archdevil would be like, "Whoa, you're you're a cold blooded motherfucker!" All right, um, it'll be cool.
0: And so the re- the resolutions that you could potentially end up with, mm-hmm. basically two main ones: the party either goes with the devils, and so in that case, they'd have a powerful ally against the demons, and they'd end up bringing balance back. They'd be able mm-hmm. to use the artifacts uh, without having the sort of uh, uh, bad effects of the artifacts, right? Um, because like the devils are would... suppressing those bad effects because right. you're allied with them.
1: Yeah, like each artifact would uh, grant some uh, cool spell or a bonus to use, you know. Um, and uh, and the, yeah, and so like if you kill the dev- go against the devils because you know options players can do that if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll still keep those uh, artifacts, just obviously not with uh, with the negative, um, the negative things to it. And, uh, they end up having to, uh, fight demons in the end. Um, they, like, so all those, like, basically the cabin in the woods was, uh, being protected by the administrator and, um, the overall just aura of those, all those other devils together, right? And so they get defeated and they fuck off. Um, first of all, like, we were thinking, like, the administrator would just, uh, summon the security, Right. Uh, and that could be uh, very demons that he has employed, and they also share his um, his void, uh, texture, if you will. Yeah,
0: they're like weird shadowy versions of other devils.
1: Right, and that like that you can have that that prevents um, prevents any kind of like uh, charisma influence on them. Um, th- think of it as the very serious security guard.
0: They've got and the glasses and the earpiece in, and they're not <laughs> right, exactly. to yeah, to anything yeah, yeah. that you're
1: yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, and then after that, it's like, well, uh, now that all, they're gone, uh, you have to deal with the demons. So you, uh, the cabin gets swarmed by demons, and uh, they have to fight their way out for safety. And um, and if you're, like, higher level, right, uh, or you just really want to mess with your your players for fun, of course— um throw throw the demogorgon at them um yeah because that that, well that that's a great way to go out i'm i'm just saying like hey you you fight the demogorgon that's still cool go
0: out fighting demogorgon
1: (laughs) exactly exactly um oh and one more thing that i also uh i also um threw in there it's um you're a player going all in with the devils so they're like okay uh um yo drink my blood take my soul i don't give a fuck i want power give me more power i want more than just the artifact um and the devil would be like whoa son you hardcore all right uh and so um i personally love the idea of giving abilities as bonuses so i was saying hey let them have um the fiend uh the arch fiend uh warlock patron abilities Features, I should say. Class feature. Uh, give that it to them Maybe for
0: free. if they're already a warlock, they could get an extra They'd Eldritch get invocation levels. or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, things like that. Yeah. If they're already a warlock, for sure. Um, if you want to get real spicy, they, they can um, give them the option to switch patrons. You know? Hey, switch over to me instead. Um, that can be actually really interesting narratively. Um, and, uh, yeah.
0: It's really interesting stuff and I'm uh, really happy with this module uh, this will be up uh, tomorrow or I guess Monday uh, with the ep- episode once again sorry we lost the audio on the original <laughs> I will make sure it does not happen again in the future um, uh, but this is a good one shot oh right the name business as usual yes uh, very good name mm-hmm
1: tying in with uh with of course the administrator
0: it's uh it's a good one i'm i'm happy with what we came up with Mm -hmm. uh and i'm excited to to see if somebody uses this because uh this one could be you could like use this as a basis for a campaign even honestly yeah Mm -hmm. there's there's enough to go on that you could spend the time to flesh out Mm -hmm. uh really easily honestly um, but yeah, uh, I think that's that's it for this episode. It's a shorter one, but like I said, next week we'll make sure we'll have a new episode. Uh, it'll be uh, three of us again, and we'll make sure that nothing goes wrong with the recording that time. <laughs> Sean, why don't you plug your uh, stuff?
1: Um, as usual, you can uh, uh, find me on Twitter at uh, Z-A-S-N-E underscore I-I for the II. Um, holla at me. Uh... You know, I'm a big nerd, love comics, video games, anime, uh, and, of course, tabletops, uh, RPGs. So
0: Lots lots of JoJo.
1: <laughs> JoJo is amongst, amongst them, for sure.
0: Um, you can actually, uh, Omar's not here, about you. Uh, but you can uh, actually, uh, he has a game shop in Provo, Utah. So if you're mm-hmm. ever in Provo, Utah, uh, you can look up uh, the Provo Game Den on Facebook, and you'll be able to check it out. He holds tournaments for Magic, for Pokemon, for Yu-Gi-Oh! He has video game tournaments there. Uh last time I was there, there was a Smash Brothers Tekken and Street Fighter tournament. Mm. Um, so it's if you're in Utah, definitely check him out. Uh, yes. you can find me, uh Shonen413 on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. Uh look for me there uh you just google shonen 413 but more importantly you can find the twitter for the show it's at my dungeon cast on twitter the email for the show is welcome to my dungeon at gmail.com and we have uh the itunes for the show as well so you can look us up on itunes and we have the rss feed that we post with each of the episodes on youtube and of course you can always find all of our information on Patreon patreon.com slash welcome to my dungeon where we'll have all of the modules that we've made we're up to like eight or nine now um uh for last week's we had uh 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 extended character sheets for some of the characters because we fleshed out an interesting module uh so we gave them special abilities and stats and things like that that you can use um And you'll have this module as well, so definitely check it out. Patreon.com slash Welcome to My Dungeon.
1: Mm-hmm. So many options.
0: Oh, right. And before I forget, uh, I'd like to thank Marcus Fuller for the use of our intro, In the Hall of the Mountain King, composed by Edward Grieg. You can find his YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Marcus Fuller. That's Marcus with a K.
1: Thanks, Marcus.
0: All right, guys. Hope you have a good week. And as always, don't delve too deeply without protection. Have Peace a good out.